Good morning and welcome to Captain Cambino's Cabana. Woo! Live Saturday, August 5th, 2023. It's a beautiful day. It's hot, but it's actually a little breezy, so it's not too bad outside. So I hope everybody's having a great day, great weekend starting off. The captain is back. Um, just trying to get back in the saddle here and see what happens. It's been a long week. Um, busy week, so here we are. <coughs> Excuse me, I got a haircut this morning. Got up a little early and had to take care of business, and I uh, got a haircut at Sport Clips. Uh, I like Sport Clips. It's um, it's You get to watch sports on TV if you're, well, while you're waiting, and I think it's a really great concept. It's been around for a while now, almost, I guess, 20 years or so. But great place. I love it. I also, also get a discount there, so I get a $4 discount because of FedEx. And... Um, I normally have this girl named Taylor cut my hair, and she's great and everything, but she's so busy, so she's always booked, and you have to check in on the app, things like that. Well, this morning, I, I got in there early, so I just said the first available, because Taylor was so behind, like her, it kept getting pushed back the time or whatever for booking, and I was like, you know what, heck with it, I'm just going to get somebody else, so I just said first available. So this girl named Ashley cuts my hair, and she was amazing, and I told her, actually, when I, when she's she started I looked kind of did a double take I was like has anybody ever told you you look like Dakota Johnson the actress Don Johnson's daughter and she's like no I said well <laughs> look in the mirror and google her I'm telling you you look just like her and just it was she was flattered obviously but I thought I mean she was like a spitting image it was amazing and Dakota Johnson's smoke but um this this girl was beautiful too so and uh but yeah and she thought that was really a you know, nice gesture. I was like, yeah, you look just like her. So Dakota Johnson, her stunt double cut my hair today. So, <laughs> but uh, anyway, Ashley, thank you. Phenomenal work. I appreciate it. Um, Captain will return to sport clips for sure. So um, yeah. So Saturday, you know, Saturdays for the boys, you know, taking care of business. Um, just enjoy this beautiful weekend. Uh, it's football season. And it kicked off Thursday night with the Hall of Fame game. I, I didn't get to catch a lot of it, but uh, the Cleveland Browns beat the New York Jets 21-16. So it's just great to have football back. It was good to see the young guys play. That's that's their chance to shine, really. Those younger guys, the rookies, the, the draft picks, those are the ones that are having to bust it. This is their chance. They're playing for their football lives. So this is uh, – it's always fun to watch. And that's what I even – even though preseason, you know, and I've never been a fan of preseason – but it gets me going, and it's like, you know what, we're almost there. And now that, you know, later on, the last few years, preseason, they've shortened it. Used to be four or five games. Now it's only three. So they've cut it back a little bit, which I think they should because a lot of injuries happen in preseason, especially being a Dolphins fan. Jalen Ramsey got hurt. He, he'll be out till December. So they pick up Eli Apple. That's a good pickup. He's a veteran. So, you know, it may be a blessing in disguise because Jalen Ramsey is a phenomenal athlete and player, but he's a trash talker. And sometimes I feel like his ego gets in the way, you know, no disrespect, but that's just how I feel. And I just, I remember talking to a friend of mine the other day at work and we were talking about the, you know, free agents and the picks the Dolphins have. And the, you know, it reminded me of the, you know, picking up Jalen Ramsey just reminded me of like 1995 when the Dolphins had all these free agent signings. It was just Man, it was almost out of control, really. Um, they, it was going into Coach Don Shula's final season. And I don't know if he knew it or if anybody else knew it, but there was pressure for him to get out. And, I mean, even going back to 1994, uh, I remember hearing it at the – watching the 
you rewatch that Jets game where Marino did the fake spike, uh, they were Marv Albert was even mentioned in Jimmy Johnson. And Jimmy Johnson, that was his first year away from football after the Jerry Jones debacle where they after the Super Bowl. And I read Jimmy Johnson's book, you know, he um he got fired by Jerry Jones and Jerry Jones was drunk and when it all happened. So uh and I believe Jimmy Johnson and nothing against Jerry Jones, but I just feel like he he needs to leave the Cowboys, but that's a whole different ballgame. I'm sure a lot of Cowboys fans feel the same way. So anyway, but you know, Coach Shula, that was his final season, whether or not he knew it. But they had all these free agent signings. I remember just reading the USA Today, and I was a, I was an avid USA Today fanatic in uh, early to mid-90s, late-90s, even through the mid-2000s, I would say, because I've always enjoyed reading the sports section and also just the life and money section because I felt like um, what I liked about the USA Today before they've gone super toxic BS political now um, you know, crap. Uh, I, I just, I would love reading just the, the transactions, the sports trans, the, any, any signings, anything going on in the, in the sports world, football mainly, um, baseball some, you know, I just, I loved reading like the, the articles because there was lots of words and stuff that, uh, you know, you don't see in school. And I just thought it was really, you know, I enjoyed it. My mom would always bring home a copy. I said, bring home a Friday if you can, if you're, because the Friday edition during football season always had the previews for NFL and college. So I used to love it because the back then USA Today used to have a color section, a section with the old helmets, the NFL helmets and, you know, like dolphins at bills and you'd see the old helmets. It was really cool. And I, I miss that, man. USA Today used to be awesome. It's like um, <laughs> just um, the, the words and everything like, um, it was just I always I was you know was very informed and educate you know educated I thought and back then so it was kept up with what was going on in the world and as much as you could and that was before the internet obviously but I loved reading the USA Today but I remember those free agents that they signed with the Dolphins I mean they they picked up Lewis Oliver came back who had a brief stint with Cincinnati and and then before, with the Dolphins before that came back picked up Terrell Buckley. Um, which is a phenomenal pickup. I mean, he played corner alongside Deion Sanders at Florida State. So he was – Terrell Buckley, I mean, he, I don't he, – he's nothing compared to primetime, but he was a phenomenal player. So they picked up T-Buck. Picked up Steve Entman from the Colts. I mean, he was a beast at, you know, defensive tackle, nose guard. Uh, let's see. Uh uh, I'm trying to think of anybody else on the defense that year, but they were, we were just stacked on defense. And I think nobody really on offense. Oh, yeah, they picked up um, Eric Green. Picked up Eric Green from the Steelers. So they loaded up on a, you know, a few, a few free agents here, but there was just so much money involved. Eric Green only lasted a year. He had a good run with the Steelers. You know, played in the uh, playoffs, but uh, didn't make it to the Super Bowl. But, I mean, high-profile high players back then and um, – they just – they couldn't – it was something about it. Like, even – I remember reading a book with Marino, and it just said the egos. It was all about the egos. They – there was just – they were always clashing. It just didn't – it just didn't work out. And, um, you know, it just that, – that's what happens. You know, you look at some of these sports sports franchises, the teams, like um, how, how they – how they how that happens. Like, look at the Lakers recently. Like, I mean – I, I put that in an example because LeBron James is, you know, everybody loves LeBron, but, you know, some of us, but, you know, he, 
um, if he was just stick to, to sports instead of being an activist, that'd be a different story. But, you know, he, um, the, the, when they were the Lakers, when they had Anthony Davis and LeBron and, um, recently they've had a lot of, you know, all these phenomenal players. It's like, how can they not win a title? And you're just stacked. And how does that not happen? And like, even if you think about it in um, the Orlando Magic back in the mid-90s, they had Shaq and Penny Hardaway. They made, to, they made it to the finals, but they never could get past it. And you, you just wonder how these teams that are so stacked and they can't make it to the big game or win at all. And it's like my, my brother and I, older brother and I talk about it sometimes, like it's egos. It's got to be the egos because it's, you know, they think – Russell Westbrook was the other guy on the Lakers. That's what I was thinking of. Uh, and they just how, – how do you not – get that together I just you know it's it's just sad because I feel as a fan you know we want that we want to see that a super team or anything like that, that that'd be phenomenal you know and I remember reading up about um in Jimmy Johnson's book and I, I don't know this wasn't mainstream at the time because I was a senior in high school maybe and when this was yep I was when this was going down um Archie Manning I may have mentioned this before Archie Manning and Jimmy Johnson are good friends and in Jimmy's book, you know, they were um, talking about the draft and, you know, hey, uh, the Dolphins were looking to draft Peyton Manning. And I was just like, man, that would be awesome. After thinking about it, I was like, man, we blew that. I don't know what happened. But you know what? We uh, not necessarily blew it, but if it weren't for that, you know, we Jimmy didn't have any picks. So there was no picks to give to trade to Indy to, give, to get Peyton Manning. And then, you know, Jimmy had already done everything to, uh, you know, make picks um, to get those that build that defense, Zach Thomas, Jason Taylor, Sam Madison. So if it weren't for, um, we, you know, we wouldn't have that defense, but think of, man, if we were just, we were this close, you know, get Marino on his last two years to mentor Peyton Manning and to have Manning come in, we would have probably won maybe three or four Super Bowls because that defense was phenomenal. I mean, to have Manning and uh, Tom Brady go at it twice a year, um, that, that would have been awesome for the next, like, next 10, 15 years. Who knows what could have happened? And that's what, you know, it's always fun to talk about stuff like that because you think about it. It's like in your head, man, that, that, that would have been really, really cool. But, you know, hey, the hands of fate, that's just not, it just doesn't work that way. But um, that's that was the plan. They were going to draft Peyton Manning, but that Jimmy Johnson just didn't have any picks to shore up to get, to get for the Colts to trade out. And it just, it is what it is, but... Um, I talked to a guy at work the other day. He's, big, he's from Indianapolis, and he's a big Colts fan. And he was telling me about how the city of Indianapolis was just trash back in the day before, until they got Peyton Manning. He said until they got Peyton Manning, the city just went skyrocketed. Just uh, developments like, I mean, um, what you, I mean, just construction, you know, uh, businesses coming into Indianapolis because of Peyton Manning. I was like, are you really? You know, I just didn't never thought about it. I couldn't. One person making that much of a difference to a city, I thought that was pretty cool. But, I mean, I don't know. I was I was freshman in college when Peyton Manning came to Indianapolis. So, But, um, anyway, that's pretty cool. I mean, hope. You know, there's always hope. That's one thing I want to get to later on is uh, talking about hope. And um, it's, a, it's a great thing. So, But, yeah, Hall of Fame game, football seasons. Uh, we're almost – we're pretty much around the corner. We're right there. Uh, two-a-days have started for high schools. I guess if they still do two-a-days, that's what I did. We um, – those first two weeks, I remember the first two, two-and-a-half weeks of, of August, we had football practice. So, if it started on Monday, August 1st, I mean, 
that those first three weeks we were in full pads or the first week we were in pad, just helmet and shorts and the next two weeks were full pads and for the rest of the season and then we'd have the jamboree and then the next week we start school so we wouldn't start school till maybe the fourth third third fourth week in august and maybe some days back in the you know some schools would go in september after labor day which i, I that would have been interesting you know but um the schools start so early now like some schools around here started on tuesday i was like what you know i just it's weird i don't understand the whole the whole going to school early you know because we they have fall break they have thanksgiving break they got a week off i mean like really no disrespect but these kids don't learn a damn thing anymore they got iphones and you know TikTok, all that crap snapchat whatever but anyway that's just my opinion but um Yep. So back to school. It's it's uh, this is not. I don't really consider this back to school yet because I wanted to, in the next couple podcasts. I'm gonna talk some back to school movies, which uh, that's all, I love doing that. So that's um, we'll we'll get those in the next couple couple rounds um, coming up. But um, we will be making. There are some changes coming. Uh, I will show a surprise soon on social media, and I'm gonna I'm making some changes. I'm excited about it, and uh, but I want to leave that as a little teaser. So, um, appetizer <laughs> and, uh, you know, I'm, I'm excited about it. So, um, hope it's all about hope and, you know, just, just, uh, what's next, you know, and that's what, that's what I like. So, um, but back to football, um, the hall of fame game, hall of fame inductions are this weekend. Zach Thomas, former Miami dolphin, uh, one of my favorite players ever. I've actually met him 20 years ago. I told you that, uh, be inducted, uh, tonight. I believe this is speech. Uh, a buddy of mine, Todd Wade, and some former players are going to be there this tonight, this weekend. So that's really awesome. I'm sure I'll see some pictures. But um, looking forward to it. I'm sure it'll, it'll be online, but I'm going to look forward to his speech. So uh, Zach Thomas, congratulations in the Hall of Fame. You deserve it. One of the best linebackers ever. I felt like you should have been in there a long time ago, at least 10 years ago. But, you know, that, that's it is what it is. So um, better late than never. So, But congratulations. You deserve it very much. And, um I was talking to my dad last night about some stuff and we were, you know, football season and uh, every football season, he has some customers and he's in the packaging business. And he has these customers that um, he has these wall calendars with the football schedules for college. And they're really cool. I mean, it takes you back to like the eighties and nineties. Cause you know, they've got the calendars and you got the, it's all sec obviously. And you got the each school and you got the helmets. And then at the top, it's like a, um, down to the left and then on the right, it's just like a, uh, I don't know how you, what kind of, I'm, I'm lost with the geometry, how they do that angle. Anyway, but it has the schedule all across the top for each team and the helmet, it's just all about the helmets. It's really cool. It's just like, it, it takes you back to the old school days of those helmets. And you know, you don't really have to look at the name, you know the helmet. So, you know, I was talking to a girl the other day too at work and she went to, she's an uh, intern from University of Georgia and I was just like, yeah, you guys are probably going to win it all again, huh? And she was like, I hope so. And I was like, well, we'll see. Now that they got the 12-team playoff, I guess that's this year. Uh, correct me if I'm wrong. I need to uh, be on top of that. But, you know, hey, at the Cabana, we forget things here and there. It's entertainment therapy. So forgive me. Um, I got a lot. I got other stuff going on. So <laughs> excuse me. But, yeah, it's a beautiful day here at the Cabana and just chilling, having a good time getting ready for football but um so i'm looking forward to those calendars i love those calendars i'll show a picture sometime 
And I was talking about uh, previous summers. You know, I don't know if you saw on Instagram earlier in the week, I posted a picture of uh, the belly, belly flop that the lifeguard was being a dick about. And that was at Turks and Caicos. That was awesome. And uh, I wish I'd have gotten a video of it. Um, and I was like, come on, man. It's adults only resort. Get out of here. But um, that was fun. And then the summer of 2010, when I was at, uh, we were in Cozumel off of a, a cruise excursion, I met these two girls from University of Kentucky Athletics. They worked in the compliance office. And uh, Heather and Katie, I think, there's a picture I posted. It was yesterday or two days ago. And uh, we were on that trampoline in the ocean. It was just awesome. So much fun. That thing wore you out. I mean, like you're jumping around, you're just you're just exhausted. You have to take a break and lay down. But check out the photo anyway. Uh, but yeah, um, I want to give a shout out to a recent birthday. My cousin Paige Pickering. Uh, happy birthday, cuz. Hope you had a uh, hope you had a great birthday. 33 years old. So and another birthday coming up. My buddy Jennifer Nowlin. Um, and I, I I don't know how young she'll be. I think she's 25. Not sure, but uh, anyway, <laughs> maybe 30. Forgive me, Jen. Sorry, but um, coming in hot. <laughs> Happy birthday, Jen. And um, my older brother and his wife had their 22nd wedding anniversary yesterday, so that's amazing. Congratulations, Matt and Rachel. Have a happy anniversary, and hope you have a great weekend. Love you both. Um, yeah, I was talking about, you know, the other day I was talking about the last podcast talking about making amends with certain people or, you know, stuff in the past where people in your past, like high school and how, you know, we're just kids really, you're like junior high and high school. Like we don't really know what we're doing. You know, we're so young we make mistakes and, but they're toxic people really, you know? So there's recently this, this last year and a half, maybe the last year I've maybe since December, excuse me, or, or so, I've been making amends with a lot of people and it's important to me because, and I don't care if I'm hated, which um, I'm sure there's some people out there that, you know, are not dislike me. I'm, maybe not hate me. That's fine. But uh, I don't care if I, I want to make it right. If I know I did something wrong and because like, like uh, Jesus says, you know, love your enemies and, um, that's just that's the right thing to do as a man I feel and I, I just want to do that I just want to do the right thing and like I said even if they don't reply back or if they don't reciprocate so what you you made your peace and you move on move forward with life that's how it works but I reached out to a girl recently um, there was one there's always one that just doesn't seem to you know grasp it or they're uh, just too stupid to understand it so yeah I said it too stupid so, uh, and it's an ego thing. Uh, going back to talking about the Miami Dolphins in 1995, the egos. Well, yeah, this girl has an ego. I'm not going to say a name, but she's in Nashville, and um, she's a realtor. And she just, she's just flat out saying she's a bitch. So, you know, and she just, uh, her ego gets in the way. I don't care if she hears this. And, I mean, because I'm telling the truth. But I don't hate her. I mean, hate's a strong word. I don't hate her. But I'm not a fan of her, and I don't have anything to say to her. So I just, uh, I, I made my peace. I made amends. And it was actually recently, maybe the last couple of months, I messaged her. I was like, maybe we could uh, catch up some time and talk. And she's like, why? She asked me why. I was like, okay, well, I figure we're friends. We could um, just kind of catch up on things. And maybe at one time, 10 years ago or so, I had a little, little crush on her. 
but that's in the past. You move on. But I wasn't trying to pursue that. I'm in I'm in freaking shitville, Memphis. She's in she's in uh, Nashville, which you know to me I would I don't want anything to do with Nashville. Nothing against Nashville, but it's just it's too damn crowded. I feel like it's just getting you know more and more people every day, and there's nothing wrong with that. It's just not my it's not my city. It's not for me, and I don't want anything to do with it. It's nothing bad or anything. I just don't care for Nashville. I've been there, done that. But um, you know, she, but she's got this ego where she just thinks she's better because she's a realtor in Nashville. It's like good for fucking you, you know? Like, uh, sorry, I'm, I mean to drop the f bomb again. But I get fired up. So, <laughs> but um, <laughs> it's sorry. It's like Stifler in American Pie. Sherman, hey Stifler, what the fuck are you doing here? <laughs> sorry. Oh, man, I was watching Face Off the other day. I think I already said this, but that when Travolta is such a great actor and he's a phenomenal bad guy. Every movie that he's a bad guy in, he's just, he's such a dick. But then Face Off, when he sees, they're at the end at that funeral and he's got that gun point, he goes, Sasha, what the fuck are you doing here? <laughs> he's just such a, when he sees Nicolas Cage in the prison, ooh-wee, you good looking. <laughs> He's such an asshole, but he's a great actor. I mean, Travolta, I say John Travolta. I know I'm jumping around. Forgive me. But that ain't the cabana. I don't care, but uh, it's, it's Saturday, you know, and John Travolta, Michael Keaton. Um, um, I mean, I guess Nicolas Cage. Yeah. I mean, those guys can play phenomenal bad guys and they don't care. Uh, Andy Garcia, uh, you know, just, but Travolta, I would probably say one of my favorite villain, like, you know, can play uh, both roles. Like, um, he can play that bad guy so great. Anyway, so I know I'm rambling on there, but just because I was thinking of the F-bomb, sorry. <laughs> but um, anyway, and, you know, her, it's her ego. So I called her out on it because I thought it was kind of rude for her to say that, you know, like her time was not, my time was not valuable enough to her to have a phone call or FaceTime or whatever. And I was like, okay, well, you know, you basically just, you know, um, cemented the fact that you're too cool for me and guess what you can kiss my ass so that's I moved on I dropped her I don't have anything to do with her again I don't hate her but I just don't have anything to say to her so best of luck to her that's all I got to say but then again there's always some people in your life that are toxic and they just get them get rid of them you don't have don't have anything to do with them it's not worth it Life's too short to waste time on people like that, even if you're with the best of intentions. And, you know, maybe if I was in my early 30s, late 20s, maybe it would be different because I maybe had a little crush on her. Not anymore. You know, that's gone. And I'm, I'm 44 freaking years old, so I'm like, look, I'm trying to make amends and do the right thing, but if you're too cool for that or not, you're too, you're, I'm not good enough for your time, okay, right here, there's this thing called a door. You can walk right through it. So I just, I don't have time for it. So that's why I recommend anybody out there that's going through something like that or is struggling with something from the past that are people from your past that you feel like you owe them something bullshit, move on, get it out of your mind. Again, this is entertainment therapy here at Captain Cambino's Cabana. So uh, forgive me. I'm a little fired up right now, but that's just how I feel with certain people. When you go out of your way to be nice and be friendly and try to make amends and do the right thing and they throw it back in your face. Okay. Well, you know what? good riddance. So that's all I want to say about that. 
So uh, forgive me for getting a little hot there, but that's just um, that's how it is. So um, there's other there's also a couple other people that I have contacted. I never heard back, but you know I I said what I had to say, and it, it's done. You know, so you move on, and you know you're, you're not gonna not everybody's gonna reciprocate, like I said, and um, but some people will. And I did have a lot of replies, and I, I think I may have mentioned this in the past podcast, but you know that's you know, forgive me, first Pete, now repeat. So, um, but yeah, it's, um, it's just important to me. So I, I feel good about it and I, I haven't lost any sleep. That's for sure. Um, so anyway, um, that's just how I feel. So move forward move forward with your life and get rid of any toxic people that you don't need. And, um, it'll all work out. I promise. So, that's another thing too, is that, um, the generations of, you know, the people, the younger generation, I was talking to kind of transition into the topic here. This, uh, I was talking to somebody, a lot of people returning to work. A lot of companies are returning to work. We're doing that as well. But, uh, we got a lot of younger people that prefer to work remotely. And, you know, if that's their choice, I get it. But I feel like the younger generation is missing out on a lot of things. Um, uh, this whole return to the office or even working in an office, you know, the, the best part about that is camaraderie, um, interaction, meeting new people, um, understanding different uh, mindsets and um, collaboration. Um, and and it, it teaches you good communication skills and, and helps you being able to work with others is highly ideal. I was about to say super highly, super highly ideal, <laughs> but th- there's, I would say, the younger generation, they don't have that advantage and they don't understand that part. Maybe most of them do, but they just, it's, I feel like that remote stuff, they're missing out on a lot of things. I love working in the office because it's, you have the interaction and you get to talk to people and it's, it's just fun. It's the camaraderie is, is there and you get to chat about random things. And like, I have a Miami Dolphins lanyard, you know, and people always say Dolphins, huh? I was like, yeah, so I'm a Cowboys fan. I was like, that's cool. So we'll, we'll talk it up. You know, that's a good icebreaker. So um, any, anything like that, just, you know, chit-chat. And I just feel like the remote stuff, they don't, they're missing out. And they're so involved with working remotely that they don't have time for other, they have only, they only are thinking about themselves. Maybe not all of them, maybe not all of it's like that, but that's just how I feel. Like I, I just don't, I just don't feel like the younger generation is, is aware and I really wish they would, um, you know, make that decision and come back to the office and experience it firsthand because the world's a big place and, you know, not everybody's working. Their working remote thing is not for everybody. I did it one time about three years ago with all the crap in 2020. And my boss says, look, it's a good Friday weekend. This is Wednesday. Why don't you work home, work from home tomorrow and just take Friday off? I was like, oh, okay, sure. And and I worked from home that Thursday and it sucked because I didn't have any monitors. I had one, my laptop. So I had to set it up in the kitchen. So I didn't have a workspace. My, my, my workspace was my home computer. I'm not about to move that around, but I just, it was weird. And it just wasn't really my style. <coughs> Woo, excuse me. Oh, God bless me. And there's, um, you know, it just wasn't for me. It's not for me. Never has been. And I don't, I don't ever want anything to do with it. So I did it one day, I hated it. And I was like, man, I miss, I miss the office, I miss my monitors. So, 
and plus you got you got the resources all right there when you're working in the office uh, at home you just don't really have it it's not the same and plus you're lounging around all day and I was like eh, this is not this is boring you know and then you take a lunch break and you relax in your chair you fall asleep you know it's just I just feel like it's inconsistent and that's why I prefer working in the office and I just wish the younger generation understood that with the, like I said the camaraderie and collaborating with others and understanding different types of people and their thought processes things like that but anyway that's just you know it's opinion so again entertainment therapy so um, and a lot of people this is another thing too I, I get this a lot at work and even out out in public I can't stand it this is just a personal preference and you know whatever but when you're talking to people and they've been helpful or if you're asking questions or if you're at a grocery store or somebody says you know you say thank you or whatever and they say have a nice day is oh you too you know what I hate it when people say you too because I feel like they don't mean it and I just think it's a bullshit way to get out of it and they're just you know if you're not thinking they're just thinking of themselves whatever maybe not maybe not everybody's like that but I just I feel like when when you when you go out of your way and you're being helpful and you say have a nice day and they just say you too I'm sorry no I don't like it I <laughs> That, that's just that's the craziness in me right there I was like you know what if they say have a nice day thank you you have a nice day as well or have a nice day you have a nice day you know whatever just repeat it and it's almost like uh, Merry Christmas I mean I remember I remember sending people Merry Christmas and Happy Thanksgiving and they would say thank you or are you too and back at you I was like no no what's the matter can you not type it can you not just maybe just copy the text I did and paste it and at least show some effort and I just I hate that, you know, or happy birthday. And happy birthday is one thing. They're going to say thank you. That, that's different. That's totally different. But, um, but yeah, just like if you wish somebody a happy anniversary or a happy Thanksgiving, Merry Christmas, and they say you too or back at I'm sorry. Stupid. And I, I just don't like that. I know that's a – but, again, this is a podcast about whatever. So, but it's just dumb. Like, you too? No, sorry. You too lazy to say have a nice day? Whatever. Moving on. So that's just... And it's almost like people when you're texting. When they say, you, you answer them or you say something, they text back K. Are you too freaking lazy to put an O in front of it? I mean, come on. What the hell is K? K. I mean, geez. Like K. Okay, K what? K like, like, K like a strikeout in baseball? I mean, like, it just... Um, K for kilo... What, what are you trying to say? So, I mean, just say, put a damn O in front of it. So, I mean, like, I, I just, I don't understand that, you know, K. Or do the freaking check mark that some people do, or the thumbs up. It's fine enough for me. But K. Wh who is K? So, anyway, whatever. Moving on. Um, you ever feel like you're just going through the motions and some days? You know, it's just, um, I get that a lot. Uh, some days just feel like they're all the days are run to get running together lately there's one week where you're on a high and you know you're on the same page with your boss and the next week it's totally different you know you don't know what people are going through I get it but it just it sucks you know and you feel like you're doing the best you can but it's not good enough you know and that's what bothers me and it's just you know sometimes you just have to stop and think, you're like, you know what? Is this really for me? And I know I'm jumping around pretty good today, but um, 
I uh, got a lot of things in my mind. There's a lot of things I think about. I, I like to question a lot of things, and I'm not saying that in a way like uh, um, questioning every damn thing. You know, I just I, I like to question the system. I like to know why. Give me the give me a a reason why this why you feel this way. Why does this happen? Or what's the reasoning behind it? So I, I like to I like to talk it out. I like to hear explanations and what their take is on certain things. And you know, there's nothing wrong with asking questions. If you're not asking questions, you're not learning. And my dad's always said that, and I, that means a lot. And it's true. I mean, just because you're asking questions doesn't mean you're stupid. Doesn't mean you don't know what you're doing. It's just you want you're curious, and you want to you want to be in, informed. And I just I feel like you know, we need to ask more questions. We need to be more. We need to research things more. A lot of times we'll jump the gun and we'll be in a hurry to get things done and we're not thinking it through. And I've, I'm the, the king of doing that many times. And I, I, it bothers me because I look back and I'm like, man, why did I do that? You know, what, what was I thinking? That's just it. You weren't thinking. But sometimes you can think too damn much. And I do that a lot. Overanalyze city. And it's, um, it's, it's troubling. It's not, I would not say troubling to a, a degree, but it's, or extreme, but it's, it's something, you know, you don't want it to get out of hand. And that's why, like I said, asking questions is always a good thing to, you know, confirm your belief in something or confirm what you want to hear or what you feel like is the right answer or what, or what makes you feel comfortable with the whole, with the situation. Because I, I, know this, I know I feel like I'm rambling a little bit, forgive me, but um, I feel like, you know, we just need to uh, be patient with things and talk it through or, or sort it through in your head. How, how would you go about this? How would you handle this? Things like that. Or even like interview questions kind of, you know, put yourself in a situation. And I hate interview questions. Like how, how would you handle this? I was like, well, everything speaks for itself. I mean, that's kind of a difficult situation you think about. It. It's very random, very rare. Sometimes it's not going to happen. And, you know, even if you're, sometimes you repeat yourself the same way and, and how you would handle a situation because sometimes you don't know of another answer. You don't know how it would plan, pan out. And, and that's, that's tough. I mean, because you, you're just like, look, I mean, we're only human. How the hell else would I do this, you know? And, of course, you can't say that in the interview. But I just feel like lots of times we're going through the motions and we're not, you know, maybe something bigger's out there, but we don't know. And that's the what scares you is the unknown. What what should we, what do we, what do we really be doing? What do we, what do we need to be doing? I love technology. I, uh, you know, I still love technology. Napoleon Dynamite. Anyway, um, can you think you could build like a time machine or something easy? I've already looked into it for myself. <laughs> Anyway, if you haven't seen Napoleon Dynamite, you need to check it out. So, um, <laughs> but being patient and feel like you, you know, you not sure what you want to do. Like, that's why I love computers and technology because it's easy for me, not easy, but it comes to me easy. It comes to me naturally and I enjoy it. I'm not the smartest computer guy ever, but I love what I do. I don't hate going to work. That's a big plus that's something people I don't think realize or they it hadn't come to them yet but like if you hate going to work you've got to find another job 
And that's, you know, finding a job is a full-time job, especially if you're unemployed. But while you're, if you're employed and looking for another job, that's a whole different story. You've got that advantage already. And you can, you kind of can play the field. It's like, you know what? I kind of like this one. So it's really just, you know, what uh, strikes you and uh, in being ideal and for the future. Because we're not getting, any, I'm not getting any younger, I tell you that. But, uh, excuse me. You know, it's, um, you got to like, you got to love what you do. And, or at least like it. But I'm learning something. That's what I love about technology. Again, or computer technology, there's something new to learn every day. And it keeps you on your toes. It keeps you balanced. And, you know, you just enjoy it. Like when, when you're on vacation, you come back, it's like, okay, well, let's, let's hit it. Let's, let's fix some damn computers, you know. And it's fun. I enjoy it. Because I'm, I'm good at what I do. Again, I don't know everything. And I'm sure there's other... Uh, computer techs out there that do know a lot more than I do. That's great, but you've been around a lot more. I, I picked it up, you know, later in, a little bit later in life. But again, you got to love what you do. I mean, if you um, you want to be a janitor the rest of your life, go for it. I mean, uh, even if it's you, you think it's shit, go for it. I mean, like if I think it was like if I I, I wouldn't want to be a janitor. That's just not for me, but like I, but if that somebody else wants to do it, I'm gonna, I'm gonna wish them the best of luck. Do what you want, do what you feel is right for you, and do what you love. Um, honestly, I, I remember being young and younger, saying like Cameron, you, Cambino, you missed your calling. It's like, what do you mean? It's like, well, you need probably be a phenomenal actor. I was like, you know, I don't know if I want to be an actor, especially in today's world, um, so political crap nowadays. You know, it's just not the same. That's why I feel like I, this podcast, I enjoy it. Because I can get my feelings out, I can get my my thoughts out, and maybe somebody someday somebody out there hears it, and you know what? I like this guy. Let's give him a job. And maybe not. Whatever. If it doesn't happen, so what? I'm having fun. But take advantage of the time, and do what you love. So this is again, this is just a side gig. I, I love it, and I love talking to my fans. So I just if there's, I, I'd like to. I wish I had the means to make it more interactive. I just don't have it right now. And maybe someday, but um, I'm just thankful for the opportunity to sit here and chat and talk about stupid stuff or whatever and enjoy life. So um, that's what it's all about. But you know, going through the motions, I've talked, I've, I've, it's come, crossed my mind many times, and sometimes I feel like, you know, am I really making a difference? Am I really making a dent in anything in my career? And Saving money is tough too. I mean, like having that emergency cash, you know, it's tough. But, you know, thankfully for the 401k, I got that going. And I'm trying to, I've been trying to get into some stocks here and there to kind of understand it better. It's not for everybody, but it's, it's fun to learn because it's, it's something new. Because each day, it's, it's, a new, it's a new day. And it's something, you can learn something new every day. And you can apply it to life somehow the best way you can. So that's what I enjoy about. Um, what I do or life is that you get each day. It's like, you know what? Let's make this the best one. If we can make it a better, make it better than it was yesterday. Don't not that living your best life shit. I hate that too. Sorry. I just living your best life. If I was living my best life, I wouldn't be here. I, I would have been reincarnated somewhere else as like a doctor or a, um, a gynecologist, something. I don't know, but it, it, it wouldn't be here. 
So, like, when people say, oh, man, what you, how you doing? What's going on? I was like, man, just living the dream. Whatever. If I am, <laughs> if I were living the dream, I wouldn't be here. And I always like to answer that. It says, what are you up to? It's like, not living the dream, you know, <laughs> just to reverse it, see what they say. And they're like, oh, okay, well, I'm, I'm sure things will pick up. It's like, no, it's a joke, you know. <laughs> but, um, you know, that's just, that's just how I feel. And nothing's perfect, you know. Uh, life is not a perfect process. You have to make the best of it and just do the best you can. And like I said, make each day better. Make it better than what it was before. Put your stamp on that day. But not this living your best life crap. It's so stupid. I mean, your life is your life. I mean, it's not your... It, how do you know it's your best life? It's like, what are you... Were you, are you, were you born in another universe and then got shipped over here? I don't know. It's just stupid. I don't understand it. Live your best life. Just live your damn life. How about that? So... <laughs> I think that's a better way to there we go live your damn life <laughs> get the guy downfield <laughs> we used to do that in football practice there's this guy i played football with and uh, ernie died i don't i don't care for the guy or anything but it, uh, he's kind of a jerk but it sounded like you're saying a bad word but it, instead it was just you know you know like people say shut the front door oh, yeah, but this one is uh get man, just get the guy downfield like, get the guy downfield and block him. You know, that's what, what we were saying. But it just sounded like you were saying GD, you know, whatever. But it's just, anyway, sorry. I thought that more randomness, more useless information. So, <laughs> but um, I think it's all about, again, you know, being patient. Take, with, take life by the horns and just, you know, do the best you can with it. That's all you can do. And don't overthink things like I do because that's, you know, I, I'm, I'm st I still struggle with that, but I'm getting better. Uh, be patient, and life is only difficult if you make it difficult. Like if you're always bitching and complaining about stuff, it's you know, it's 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 going to reflect on you somewhere, even at work or in front of friends, family, loved ones. It's they're going to see it. So try to be a positive, assume positive intent, and just you know. Uh, be po just be positive. Yeah, that's what. I'm sorry, I was just trying to just get it out there. Yeah, just uh, be cool with things and see what happens. But life is only difficult if you make it that way. And if things were so easy, if jobs, certain field, career fields were so easy, we'd all be doing it. But it's not like that. So um, find what you love and run with it. But you know, we're also in an instant gratification society, and you know, everybody wants it now, 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 and it just doesn't work that way. You got to be patient. You got to go out and make it happen. And it's, you're not going to get the best job overnight, and you're not, you know, it just takes time. But you gotta, you gotta be patient with that time. And I remember in the movie Kramer versus Kramer, Dustin Hoffman. He had to, he promised this guy that he would get a job in 24 hours. It was, it was Christmas holidays. And they were like saying, you're crazy. You're insane. There's no way you're going to get a job in 24 hours. And he did. He got a job in 24 hours. And it was just, it was, I know it's a movie, but it was just like, man, he was, he was serious. But uh, Dustin Hoffman, one of my favorite actors, by the way. But uh, good movie, best picture, 1979, Kramer versus Kramer. But, um, but yeah, 24 hours, I don't know. That's, that's a tall order. So to get a job. <laughs> um, anyway, but. I, again, I know I'm rambling here, but it's, uh, it's 
trying to find some good topics to talk about. But, you know, I, I've struggled lately with some things at work and uh, I'm trying to um, get a handle on it where uh, I, I feel like there's a lot of impatient people in the world and they, you know, don't really respect the process of, you know, time and effort and things like that because it's, you know, everything is a process. You, you, there's certain things you just cannot speed up to make make it work faster or make life go by faster. You know, it doesn't work that way. Uh, you just got to be patient, and it, it'll all fall into place. That's just how I feel, and it will. And if there's something you're – a goal you're working on or some type of project, give it time. Be patient. It'll work out. Like, like here at the Cabana, you know, I'll, I'd love to see the podcast take off, but I don't know – um, what's going to happen? So I have to be have to be ready for that, and just um, just do what comes naturally, and just enjoy enjoy it while you can, and uh, see what happens. So that's that's what I've been kind of working on. As I'm working on some changes, uh, not just with the podcast, but also in life. You know, it's um, that's how it should be. You know, just keep it. Uh, just take care of business. TCB, taking care of business. And forgive me, I know I'm rambling a little bit here and there. It's tough to find the right words sometimes. But, um, yeah. Life's too short to be thinking about, you know, stupid shit all the time. And whether or not you missed out on something or, um, you know. Because it's it'll... it'll it, it'll eat away at you and it's it's done that to me many times and um you got to you got to rise above it because it's um it's not it's not good so um anyway it's a beautiful day here at the cabana it's a uh, kind of a laid-back saturday you know i i don't think we have any football this weekend but um I'm sure we'll have some around the corner. Uh, next weekend, I think, NFL, the first week of preseason technically starts because um, even though the Hall of Fame game was Thursday. Um, but it's, it's here. Whether you like it or not, football season's back. So uh, a lot of high schools actually start, I think, uh, the next week, or locals, I'm not sure. But um, either way, football's back. I'm excited about it. Back to school right around the corner. And, again, I've got some changes coming up with the podcast. I'll be posting some stuff on social media. If you ever want to contact me, it's uh, uh, Instagram is at Captain Cambino. Email is uh, CaptainCambino at gmail.com. And, I'm, like I said, I'm working on some changes. I've, I've got a promotional teaser I'm working on to – for um, I, think, I think everybody will like it. I, I hope so. But I'm trying to reach more fans, trying to do some research. You know, that's what it's all about is taking the time. And you got to invest in something if you want to see it through. So again, all goes back to patience. So, um, but anyway, this is this is just fun for me, and I enjoy it, and I hope I hope everybody else enjoys it, and looking forward to what what happens next. But let's see, I may have a couple more before wind down. I consider this like the first season of Captain Cambino's Cabana, so I'm excited about it, and it's been fun. It's not easy to record these things because you gotta. It's like you gotta pull things out of your ass to talk about, and sometimes it's it's tough. You know, it's not the 
it's um you know if it were easy like i said we'd all be doing it but i enjoy it and i'm looking forward to it and um i want to end it with uh talking about hope hope is a great thing and i think it's um we all uh tend to forget about every now and then and uh to me hope is knowing that god's going to take care of things that the american people will have hope in the end because we trust in god and trust that things are going to play out to his advantage his liking and he's not going to let us be forgotten and he's you know he's going to take care of things and we just have to trust in him and i wanted to um say that you know there's always hope no matter what um to me a guy like dave portnoy barstool sports i know i talk about him a lot every now and then that guy gives me hope and i'm not saying that to be like uh like george costanza i got a you know a male crush on him or anything uh or jerry seinfeld i think george has a non-sexual crush on him so you know but no i mean I, i just i admire the guy very much for what he's done and he just he's about my age and i just think like man i wish i'd have done something like that you know and you and you start thinking about stuff like that and then overthinking but dave portnoy's to me is hope and we need people like that i i even i remember one time when i was on a cruise i was on a singles cruise and it was april 2011 and i was out there dancing having a good time dancing by myself having a blast because it's it's vacation i'm enjoying it i'm gonna enjoy it the best i can and I, some girls showed up, you know, they were like, this guy can, this guy can get down. Let's go get down with the big guy, you know? So we did, I had some fun, but this one guy comes up to me after everything was over and he was kind of a, kind of a nerd and didn't look like he had much skill with the ladies or whatever. And I mean, I'm not perfect either. They're not like they're like knocking down my door, but you know, he says, you know, I don't know you, man, but I tell you what, you, you sure know how to get out there and have some fun. It's like, you give me hope, man. I was like, I don't know you from Adam. I was like, oh, well, I appreciate that. And and I was just like, I'm just going out there and have some fun, man. That's what you got to do. You just got to let loose, have some fun. So that I thought that was pretty cool. I know it was random. Like, oh, I saw you dancing out there, man, going after the women. You know, thank you. You give me hope. You know, that's that's kind of a maybe a not the right way to do it. But I still, I gave that guy hope, you know, and I thought that was pretty cool. So, I mean, there's different ways we can um, exude that to other people, I guess, or, or um, export that to other people somehow or whatever. But, you know, hope hope is still there. Hope will always be there. So we have to have hope. And I, I think it's an amazing thing. So just because you're having a bad day, just it's okay. Or, or if things don't go your way, realize, you know what, that's okay. Chalk it up. Something better is around the corner. That's what keeps me going. There's who knows what's around the corner. We don't know. So be hopeful and hope for the best. That's all we can do. And, you know, that it's, it's a, it's a great thing. So, uh, I also wanted to mention, I did not mention earlier, but I, I forgot it's my fault, but, um, Captain Cambino supports all the law enforcement, uh, policemen and women. Thank you all for all that you do for keeping us safe, keeping the streets safe. Hang in there. We love you. We support you. I know you don't get enough credit, but um, I support you all the way. And please be safe out there. God bless our troops, our servicemen and women for all they do to keep the country and the world safe. Thank you for everything. Um, Be safe and uh, best of luck. And uh, God bless you and your families. I hope you get to come home soon wherever you are. Coast Guard, 
all of our uh, first responders, God bless you. All, all our military servicemen and women, God bless America. And I'm a big advocate for the National Rifle Association and the second, I support the Second Amendment and I stand by it firmly. And if you don't like uh, my thoughts on that or you know, the captain has a certain mindset for certain things, you don't like it, you don't have to listen. So that's all I gotta say. And you can unfollow me on Instagram if you want to. So don't care. That's, that's how I feel. And, um, you know, be yourself. And do what you feel is right. And do the right thing. And everything will, everything will fall into place. Just stick with it and be patient and be hopeful. So um, you've been listening to Captain Cambino's Cabana live on YouTube. Be posting this later on. And it's hot out there. Stay cool. So um, it's, it's been a pleasure. And Saturday, August 5th, 2023. It's a beautiful weekend. Hope everybody enjoys themselves. Go to the pool, hang out, have some fun, enjoy yourself, and, and live it up. And remember, there's always hope. You've been listening to Captain Cambino's Cabana live. I'll post this on YouTube shortly. I appreciate everybody's support. And get out there and have some fun. This is Captain Cambino's Cabana. Be posting this on Instagram shortly. I appreciate everybody's support. God bless you. Take care. God bless America. Thanks for everything. And as Jack Burton always says, yes, sir, the check is in the mail. This is Captain Cambino's Cabana. Permission to come aboard. <laughs>